this is Phoenix Vincent, and this is episode number five of my One Session Coach podcast. And today I want to talk about a topic that is quite intense and pervasive for those who experience it, for many women, and that is mommy guilt. So those of us who experience mommy guilt, we know what it is. It wears a lot of different faces, but it's all basically the same beast. And it comes to working moms when they return to work comes to stay-at-home moms when they dream of what they would do if they had their freedom back, comes to moms of all walks when we look at the other moms who have a different strength set than us. They might appear to be doing more, doing it better, etc. comes when we get on social media and look at what others' perfect family seems to look like. But the truth is we're actually all in the same boat. I just want to mention a few of the things that I don't do that I have seen many other moms doing. Number one on my current list of mommy guilt is that I don't volunteer at my kids' school. Apparently, that is just something standard that even working moms do. I hear my mom friends talking about volunteering at such and such and how so-and-so teacher is about this and that program. I feel like they're speaking another language. They're speaking really fast, and I have no idea what they're talking about. I don't like to cook. I don't talk the dinner-making domestic talk. My husband is the early bird that gets the kids off to school. On and on and on with the things that my mind inflates into everyone but me does this. These are all my mommy fails. On the other hand, I know that when I speak to others, I often sound very confident in my choices and straddling the line between motherhood and work. I remember how I used to tell people with self-assurance how I had never had to get a babysitter to support my dreams with dancing and teaching dance that I'd always been able to schedule my dance around nap, school, bedtime, and when my husband was home to make it happen. At one point in time, when I was directing a professional dance company, my rehearsals ran from 11 a.m. to 2.45 p.m. 11 was because my two-year-old went down for his nap at 12, and my husband took his lunch break at 11. I could spend that hour with him at 2.45 because that gave me five minutes to change and dry off the sweat before hopping in the car to get my older three from school. That sounds awesome, right? People thought, oh, you're super mom, you're super woman. I had four children at the time. I was soon to be adopting our fifth. I only sped up from that point. We moved across the country. I started graduate school. I decided to homeschool and then started traveling the world, hitting seven countries in nine months. It was at that point that I was midway through my master's degree that the burnout occurred. I had hired nannies at this point to help, but I found myself hating everything I did. And of course, that mommy guilt really started to set in. At that point, I did one of the best things I had ever done. I slowed dramatically down and just started looking at things a little differently. I found a place of happiness and a flow that included self-acceptance and gratitude. But as with all progress, I came up to a test when I felt a large measure of uncertainty in my life. Then I went back to my old emotional home of what a terrible mom I thought I was. I was talking to my husband at the time. And he is one of the most kind, non-critical, positive people that I know. But this time, instead of reassuring me, he shocked me out of my poor me state. He said, there are moms out there that are better moms than you. And there are moms that are worse moms than you. It doesn't matter. Comparing will only make you upset. There will always be those who do it better and worse. At first, the mere fact that he wasn't telling me that I was the best mom in the world startled me out of my state. Then I realized a few things. First of all, he's right. I knew better, and I was just going into my pity party because it was more familiar than the uncertain world around me. And second of all, enough 
is not a real thing, nor is a comparison. All of us are so unique that comparison is absurd and will only lead us to discouragement since we tend to compare our weaknesses with other strengths. Second is that all of us who are trying to balance motherhood with anything else, even just time alone or heck a date night, do it by making decisions. Not a single one of us can do it all. And so in order to balance or even have a semblance of balancing, we do some things and we simply just don't do others. Things that I do, I mentioned things that I don't do, but things that I do is I have one-on-one -on -one conversations with every single one of my five kids every single day. Two to four nights a week, I lay by my younger boys and tell them bedtime stories. And then I play games with my older kids. I joke around and make every one of my kids smile every day. I know their personalities, their ups and downs, their friends, their fears, their dreams. I don't think the way I do things is any better or more important than anyone else. But I do think that we all have to make those decisions. Some moms may sit down and do crafts with their kids. Some spend more time in the morning with them than the evening. Or some do both. Some have their kids do more cleaning around the house. Some cook more and teach their kids to cook. Some fix their kids' hair every day. Some take really beautiful pictures of their family. And it goes on and on. But really the biggest thing about balance is picking what is important to us. Picking what we know we can do and pick what we are willing to let go of. Because if we try to do it all, we won't make it. I can't speak with certainty for those who don't have any other passions pulling them in different directions away from motherhood. But motherhood is dang hard. So I have a hard time believing that isn't still a balancing act, no matter how you look at it. So if you are a mom that has some mommy guilt over something that another mom is doing better, step back. See what it is that you are doing instead with what little time you have and realize that is how you balance. It isn't what makes others more balanced than you. And if, if after all of this, you still wonder about your value as a mom, reach out to me. I have a lot of powerful ways to help and support. You can reach out to me for a free consultation call to see if a one-on-one -on -one session would be a good fit for you. You can find me at phoenixvincent.com or you can email me directly at phoenix at danceyourtruth.org. We can help release you from some of this guilt and shame really quickly in just one session. One thing that is very important to me in our sessions is that you feel loved and safe. Rest assured that I will see you as an individual and will work with you in a way that empowers and honors you. Schedule your free call today and unlock the pure light of your soul. And I hope to see you again or speak to you again on my next podcast. Have a great day.